Welcome back to the podcast series, Room 418. I'm Christy Hobgood, and this is where I explore what it's like to be a high school teacher in a rural North Georgia community. On this week's topic, we delve into the idea of what it means to be a practitioner researcher through the context of a counter-narrative by Arlette Ingram Willis in her research article titled, Edupolitical Research, Reading Between the Lines. It was first published in 2009. Over a decade has passed since Ingram Willis coined the term edupolitical, but what, if anything, has changed in the realm of classroom literacy research, and what are the implications for instruction? According to Arla Ingram Willis, the problem with educational research is that it favors quantitative over qualitative research. And it is, quote, the federal government support of educational reforms, especially those designated for low-income communities and students whose academic achievement is below average, is tied to particular scientific beliefs about education research. For instance, academic achievement is presumed to be indicated by standardized test performance, tests that reflect a perception of the average U.S. school child as white, middle to upper class, native English speaking, and native born. Arla Ingram Willis describes classroom literacy instruction as a complex undertaking that must include an understanding of local communities, schools, and classroom context, especially in culturally and linguistically diverse and low-income schools. Edupolitical research refers to the intersection of education research and federal intervention that informs education policy. She continues by saying that a way out of the quicksand of unresolved debates over epistemology, pedagogy, and methodological and analytical approaches to effective classroom literacy instruction, teacher-student interactions, and student performance is a collaborative effort to create dense theories of instruction informed by a broad body of knowledge. If the hallmark of scientific research focuses almost exclusively on quantitative research within the context of white, middle-class, and upper-class students, then how could any policy that is informed from this perspective be productive or enabling for any student who exists outside of the realm of white, middle-class, and upper-class students? The takeaway from this chapter is that the work that we as teachers do in our classrooms have value not only from providing positive learning experiences for our students, but we also have an important role to play in researching and understanding literacy within our respective context. Ingram Willis observes that the art of teaching has been placed subordinate to the science of teaching because people empower perceive quantitative studies to hold more value than qualitative studies about teaching and learning. However, as current teacher practitioners, we intuitively understand that teaching in the field of English language arts provides complex opportunities and challenges almost always dependent upon environment, whether it's historical, cultural, economic, and or social. As teachers, We need to be aware of what political agenda is driving educational policy that ultimately affects us, our students, our communities, and our collective futures.
Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of Room 418. This is Christy Hobgood. Hope you have a great week.